Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Getting you through your workday one hour at a time. This is Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Radio. The Winter Games New Zealand is starting, I think it's tomorrow. I've just looked up the competition schedule. Uh, 2023, it's Sunday, 27th of August, and it's being spread around uh, the Cadrona Alpine Resort, Coronet Peak, the Remarkables. Everyone's getting a crack, um, and just about every discipline. I see giant slalom there. I see Big Ear, I see the North Face Frontier 4-star, I don't know what that is, I don't know what that is, so someone that does know what it's all about, um, just absolute bravery and has been on the world stage, I was going to say for a long time, but she's still a young woman, she's joining us now, Kiwi downhill, slalom, whatever you want to be dangerous, she'll do it, Alice Robinson joins us, g'day Alice. Hi, how you going? Uh, are you, do you see yourself as an extreme athlete like I do? <laughs> um, I would, yeah, I would put skiing in extreme aspects, but I probably don't find it as extreme as maybe some people find it. Yeah, because if I just stand at the top of one of your horses, now admittedly I can't ski, but uh, and I'm standing up there <laughs> on a couple of bits of wood or whatever they're made of, and it's just like. It's, it's like that steep street in Dunedin, you're just going to fly down as fast <laughs> as you can. Does fear ever enter your mind? Oh, to be honest, not really. I mean, not physical fear. <laughs> but, I mean, I still get quite nervous, but I would probably get more nervous about performing than about actually physically harming myself. <laughs> well, you're nuts then. You're just proper nuts But if you don't have fear. But <laughs> I, I guess that's why it allows you to compete. Um, before we talk about the Winter Games, you've, you've skied and competed in a number of different events. What are you best at and what's your favourite? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, well, on the World Cup, I compete in Giant Slalom, Super June Downhill. My favourite's probably Giant Slalom. That's probably because that's what I'm best at, but I really love I've started doing the speed events, which is the Super June Downhill, and I'm loving all that too. It's just faster and, yeah, a bit more adrenaline. 
And again, coming from a position of not knowing how to ski, what are the components? Because it must be very, very technical. There's, sp- uh, there's strength, there's endurance. What are some technical ex- aspects uh, in your training and in your competing that maybe someone like me just, just wouldn't have any idea about? What, how do you prepare? <laughs> yeah, I would say skiing, it's very, very complicated. I guess I work on a lot of technical stuff, which is, like what my body position is going to be on skis and figuring out like the best kind of format for my body to be in. But also uh, we do a lot on tactics as well. So that's kind of the line that you take around courses dealing with like the different, different terrain that you're thrown. So when you're competing and let's say you're the 10th skier down, are you able to watch on a screen and just see the lines people are taking and going, I'm going to do that one or I'm going to go wider there or I'm going to cut that one. Does, Does that form part of the game plan? Yeah, definitely. You watch someone um, and you can normally see what parts of the course you need to go straighter or you need more more direction or stuff like that. So, yeah, we definitely watch and learn, especially in the speed events. And it's amazing how the track cuts up. Like, where's the ideal position? If you're allowed to pick your marble, you probably want the early ones to go and get rid of the loose stuff, but you don't want to be last when there's ruts all over the place. Where's your ideal spot? Uh, I'd probably go around like three to five. Mm. Who do we need to bribe yeah. to make that happen every time you compete? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Tell me about the Winter Games New Zealand and the and the competitors. Uh, I'm, an, I'm imagining we're going to get a few offshore um, big-time skiers in our part of the world. Yeah, it's going to be cool. I mean, it's um, it's not like the – it's not obviously going to be the same caliber as like a World Cup event, but – We've got a few international teams down here, so I think everyone's kind of always up for doing like a pre-race, pre-season race to kind of go through the motions before the World Cup season kicks off in October. So um, it'll be cool to go through it and see who shows up. How how um, familiar are with the schedule? Because I'm looking at the schedule and I don't know what some of this means. I, I don't know what I don't know what an FIS ANC slalom is, for example. <laughs> yeah, so an ANC is an Australia New Zealand Cup. Okay, okay, so and, then, and then there's the, the free the free ski JWC Big Air. It sounds dangerous too. Junior World Champs, I'm guessing. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, what ones are you competing in, Alice? I'm I'm doing the giant slaloms. The giant slaloms, which looks like Coronet Peak, Coronet Peak. Yes. Monday, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So, what, how many runs will you be involved in? Uh four. Oh. Is that tiring at the end of your fourth run? Oh, well, I mean, it's two runs each day. Um, but I think racing, it's not even the physical tightness, it's all the mental tightness because it's just a long day normally. Um, but um, two runs isn't actually that much in terms of compared to what we do in training, but it definitely takes a lot more energy than two runs in training. Right. I've got another, you need to help me here. What is the North Face Frontier? What's that? Oh, I actually am not sure. That's at the Remarkables. Okay, the, what about the last one? I think one? that's like a free ride event. Okay, the last one intrigues me, the International Obsidian Team Challenge window. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a part of that, so I'm not exactly sure what it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, so I looked up and I think it's um, two men, two women, free skiers, two men, two women, and something else, and it's international competition. So it must be a new thing if you haven't heard of it. 
Yeah, I'm not sure. I think maybe they did it a couple of years ago. It sounds familiar, but yeah, I'm not super familiar with it. All right. So safely through the winter games, Alice. Um, what is the rest? Thank of, you. What is the What does the rest of the year look like for you? Um, so yeah, we do these, and then I head over to Europe at like the start of October for the preparations for the World Cup season that kicks off at the last weekend of October. Right. So is it massive training September for you? Um, yeah, it's pretty big. Uh, we'll do like two weeks down here and then a couple, uh, 10 days off and then we we'll go up to Mount Hutt in Canterbury for another like week before we go away. Massive. Well, it's your time. It's winter. It's Queenstown. Uh, it's your time to yep. shine on your back uh, on your backyard. Uh, we wish you all the very best in your giant slalom you. and, and your season ahead. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. No problem. Bye. Bye now. There is Alice Robinson, one of our best performed skiers. Actually, I forgot the number one question I wanted to ask her. The number one question. Why are snow sport athletes so good when they're 15? Is it to do with um, the same thing with Formula One drivers and why a lot of the Formula One drivers are super young? It's because it's from your 20s to your 30s that your reaction time is at its peak. That's when it's at its peak. I remember Nico Porteous, I think, talked about this and said, "Yeah, when you're when you're young, and and also when you're young, you're a bit more fearless because." Well, that's why I asked the fear question. Yeah, but she didn't have it, and I've asked. I remember I asked Sarah Walker because they have massive crashes, and she says you can't, you just don't have it. No, but you think about when you're like 30, 31, 32, you're a little bit older. You've, maybe the bones feel a bit sore to begin with, or maybe you've had an injury. Then mm. you become a lot more like cautious of not breaking and doing something. I'm not mm. saying they still, they're still they still not ridiculously um, courageous, but, yeah, maybe that's why the youngsters just sort of throw everything out because they're young and they don't really know, just you know, send consequences. It. Just yeah, send, send it, it brah. Just save. Just save. send it on the pal, brah. <laughs> that's just, I just love the commentators. And here he goes, Porteous with his 650, 580 corkscrew backflip. Yeah. Lands it, nails it. Oh, and here we go with the back ski double treble on the white. Unbelievable. Yeah, they just lose me, eh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's pulled the Daffy Duck inverted oh, yeah. 980. <laughs> I used to uh I used to live with a couple of um surfers and they used to watch all the like pro league events on on uh, the World TV. Surfing, the WSL. Well, well, WSL. I watched most of those too. And I used to um I used to like see them doing like watching it and I'd come in and I'd sit down with them. And I'd that that became a thing. They'd sort of say, "Oh, go on, Sam, like give us your commentary." And I'd just do that. I'd just make things up. Like he's just gone for a barrel for a twenty on the top of the weight, coming down to the bottom of that barrel wall, and he's got right in underneath the H two O there. Fantastic move. Mm. And uh, look, that's all it is, Steph. It's ninety percent making it up. Uh, yes, it is. Pete sent in a text saying, "I heard you talk about Chris Rock. Check these impressions out. He's a genius." Um, Pete, I'd love to. I'd love to, but. Being in a radio studio, I can't play them. I can play them, but I can't hear them. But I have seen Chris Rock do impersonations. And here's an interesting one from Richard. It says, Staffy, in capital letters, a review is being done by the police in the Lockie Jones case that Ryan Wolf started because they stuffed it up. That's the boy in the water case. Yes. Yes. Ryan Wolf, he's going to be a, he's going to be a regular guest on the show. I just get so much feedback with all of the podcasts he does. It's it's absolutely fantastic. The only downside of his podcast is I have to wait till each Monday for the next episode. But oh, it's good stuff. Guilt finding Heidi. Righto, um, that's our snow chat. Uh, we're going to have an NRL chat between me and Sammy. We're going to go through the round, and uh, then we'll take some news, then we'll play the chase, then we'll take a break, then we'll take, show me the money, then we'll look back in the day. So much more to come. And, of course, the run home from 3 till 6. 
this afternoon bordering on evening and tomorrow I'll be doing the run home with Beaver 3 till 6 and then Kempi and I will take you from 6 till 7.30 and then 7.30 to 8 I'll let Kempi go up to the com box and he'll join Sammy with the team list etc for the game and hopefully our equipment um, behaves and I can do sideline for you for the huge final um, regular season round against the St George Dragons at Mount Smart, Go Media Mount Smart Stadium. I hope it works because I would love to be part of that atmosphere. Right, we shall take a break and we'll have a look ahead to the next few days of Rugby League.